In April 2019, 56-year-old nurse Lynn Traxio was attacked by a patient in a behavioral health unit at Baton Rouge General Medical Center in Louisiana. Traxio injured her right leg and struck her head on a desk. She died a week later due to blood clots in her leg and lungs that a coroner determined had resulted from the incident. Hello, and welcome to the Healthcare PSA podcast. My name is Stacy Kramer. Lintrexio's story is pretty terrifying. As a current healthcare worker and nursing student, this woman's tragic death is a very scary wake-up call. As I thought through the scenario and had time to self-reflect on my own education and career path, I quickly began to reason with myself. Because she worked on a behavioral health unit, her vulnerability was heightened, right? I can avoid this type of situation as long as I don't work in a behavioral health facility. Well, okay, that may be a way to solve the problem for my own safety concerns, but it definitely wouldn't solve the problem for everyone else. How can we avoid something like this from happening to every and any healthcare worker? Well, unfortunately, the odds are stacked against me and all other healthcare workers. The Occupational Safety and Healthcare Administration, otherwise known as OSHA, reports that 50% of workplace assault victims are employed in the healthcare industry, and between 2002 to 2013, serious workplace violence incidents were four times more likely to occur in a healthcare worker compared to all other workers in the United States. If this concerns you too, I encourage you to stick with me as I guide you through ways in which we can change this statistic. I created this outlet to change the outcomes for all healthcare workers. Behavioral and mental health is widely overlooked in hospitals around the nation, and I want to do something about that. By focusing my efforts on one hospital at a time, I strive to initiate a transformation within the way hospitals look at their own healthcare model and restructure the culture within the healthcare facility. My focus will begin within my community at a facility in Cincinnati, Ohio called Mercy Health West. As I mentioned before, my name is Stacy Kramer. I am a current student at the University of Cincinnati, and this August, I will be graduating with an interdisciplinary degree in psychology and nursing prep. My passion for this topic originated three years ago when I began working at Cincinnati Children's Hospital as a patient care assistant. It is also commonly known as a PCA. I truly love my job. And because I work in a specialty resource unit as a float PCA, I get to see and experience this organization from a viewpoint unlike many others. The gratitude I have now has not always been present. When I started this job, I was unaware of the situations that I would encounter on the job. Patients with aggressive and violent behavior was something my coworkers understood well. In a hospital catered to children's health, we see many individuals who have a difficult time coping with various issues during their hospital stay. These issues often manifest 
through their behaviors. Prior to my work experience, I never realized how large of an issue this was for hospitals to deal with. Sure, I would expect this in a behavioral health unit or facility, but as an individual that has worked in every unit within Children's, I am now very aware that every single unit deals with these issues, from the intensive care building to the gastrointestinal floor. As a current healthcare worker and an aspiring bedside nurse, I plan on working in a clinical setting providing direct care to patients for the foreseeable future. I am concerned for my own safety and the safety of any individual placed in a similar setting, patients included. Thankfully, I work in an environment that takes an abundant number of steps to protect everyone. But what about every other hospital? Can they say the same? This podcast has been created to prove that Mercy Health West has an abundant shortage of mental health specialists on site for patients and staff safety. The decision to investigate Mercy Health West came to me quite easily. My family lives on the west side of Cincinnati, and this hospital is within 10 minutes of my house. More importantly, I know several staff members within the organization. One in particular is a social worker. As I began identifying potential facilities to base my research on, I quickly sent this social worker a text asking for her opinion on the matter. The text read, would you say Mercy needs people like a behavioral safety team on site to help your staff de-escalate certain situations in which a patient needs help calming down? Within a few minutes, I received a text back with a lengthy response as to why they could really use a division as such. From there, I decided to start looking through Mercy Health West's website. To gain more information, I wanted to check and see if there are any job listings that in some capacity or another took on this role of behavioral safety. I spent more than two hours skimming through the site trying to find a department or an individual that takes on these responsibilities. I did finally find a page of their site titled Behavioral and Mental Health Services. I was able to find information on the services they offer and what their specialties are. I was really excited until I realized that none of it explained if or how they implement these services within their acute care setting at the Mercy Health West location. I continued down every avenue and was unable to find what I was looking for. Everything seemed to lead to a dead end. When I started researching through their job listings, the only relative positions that I could find were at the Mercy Health Claremont location. This is where they have a behavioral health institution. So from what I can see, and from what I had already assumed, there is no one working within their Mercy Health West hospital facility that deals with patients exemplifying troubled behavior. This frightened me. I began asking myself, who within their staff is properly trained to handle behavioral situations? What happens when a problem does arise? Who deals with it? And what is the protocol? Okay, everyone, this is where I'm going to end the first episode. I hope that these past few minutes have grabbed enough of your attention to follow along with me on this journey as I search for ways in which Mercy Health West can utilize a mental health specialist and create a safe environment for everyone. (music) Thank you.